Good morning, gentlemen. Today's daf is daf Tes Zion in Rosh Hashanah, as we learn for a four Shalema again for Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal. Says the Mishnah from the top of the page. The world. There are four different times of the year when we are judged, when different things are judged. We'll see. Some are people. Some are um, <coughs> some are produce. So uh, again, this is Masechet um, Rosh Hashanah. So we. This is like there are four times in the year. We had different Rosh Hashanahs in the first Mishnah about uh, there are different times, there are different kinds of Rosh Hashanahs, I bought Rosh Hashanahs. And here, we're not necessarily talking about different Rosh Hashanahs, but we're talking about different times when we are judged. So what does that mean? The Pesach ala Tfua, right? The world is judged on the, or the Tfua, the produce in the field is judged at Pesach time. Batseras at Shvua's time, I'll pay us Elon on the fruits of the tree. Rosh Hashanah, on Rosh Hashanah meaning on Tishrei, called by Olam, all the inhabitants of the world, meaning people, over in the front of Kenei Baran, the past in front of God, like in Bnei Mara. I think we'll explain this later on. Bnei Mara is either a place or it refers to um, uh, a, a way of counting, but it basically means single file. Everybody passes in front of God one at a time. Shinemar, Hayotzer Yachalibam. Hashem creates all their hearts together. Hashem knows what each and every one does. In other words, people aren't judged as a group, uh, but rather individually. And on Sukkot, Nod and Alamayim were judged on water, meaning the, the rain that's going to come in the winter. Hey, Tfua, when we say we're judged on the Tfua, which Tfua are we speaking about? We're talking about produce that's already in the ground. You're talking about wheat and barley and oats and stuff that's already in the ground at Pesach time. So Kohani Harpatki, all these events, Allah, that happened until now, Amos, it's when were they judged? In other words, when you're saying it's judged at Pesach time, what's judged? The stuff that's already in the ground? Okay, so what, what happens if something happened to that stuff already before Pesach? When was when was that judgment given? Elat for the Mizdra the Mizdara. We're talking about food that's going to be planted. Food that's good, uh, uh, produce that's going to be planted is judged in advance at Pesach time. Are you telling me that it's only judged once a year? Is that what you're saying? That it's only judged once and that's it? But before Pesach is judged, at Pesach is judged rather, on the stuff that's going to be planted. I have a time to be learned. If you have a produce in the field that suffered some uh, incident or, or accident, if it happened before Pesach, that means it was judged in the previous Pesach, right? Because the judgment we said takes place at Pesach. So if you had field, if you had food in the field already at Pesach time, and it happened before, it was before Pesach was there already, and then something happened to it, it must have been from the previous year judgment. La'achara Pesach, if something happened to it after Pesach, then it's then it's judged from the current Pesach, the Pesach that just passed. <coughs> so what do you see? <coughs> so you see <coughs> that it could be judged the, the same produce could be judged at different times. If, if something happened to it before Pesach, that means it was judged from the previous Pesach. If something happened to it after Pesach, it was judged at the current Pesach. Similarly, a person, autumn shear bulkarionis of a person that had some incident, some accident, or some happenstance happened to him before Yom Kippur, cut him Kippur, and the he's judged by the previous Yom Kippur, because the previous Kippur was his final judgment. Laach Yom Kippur happens after Yom Kippur, another but that it was judged by the by the current Yom Kippur. The point is, you see that it's not just judged once a year; it's judged twice. Amarava Shmamina Trey Dinim You're right. 
you see from over here that it's judged twice a year. The Bach puts in the Girsa Shasa a year, twice a year, meaning uh, it's judged, at, it's only judged, let's say, on the Tvoet Pesach, but if the stuff is already in the ground before Pesach, then it's going on the previous year. If it happened after, and as the same crop could be judged twice. Could be, if, it's, if, it's, if something happens to it before Pesach, then it means it was judged at the Pesach of the prior year. If something happens after Pesach, it was judged from this stuff. Omar Abayim, Hilkach, once you see that the stuff is judged in advance, in other words, in advance for the year, because we're saying if the stuff's going to be planted, then it's judged, then it's judged, on uh, Pesach it's judged the stuff that's going to be planted in the future. So you see, since you see that it's judged already uh, at Pesach time, if you see a person, uh, if a, if not if you see a person, if you see a, a, a crop, if you see that your the the slow growing um, plants, Rashi says like wheat or buckwheat, uh, they grow slow, and you see that they're growing well, that means that you know that in the prior Pesach the bracha was given good. Hashem gave us a positive uh, judgment. And it was going to be a good crop that year. Lichtim belizra harfa. So you should quickly uh, go and plant the quick-growing crops like barley. The adamatilamadaine before you come to the next judgment. In other words, next pesach cut them solid. This will have already grown, and once it started growing well, you assume it's nothing's going to happen to it. So that's the idea that once that at pesach the stuff is judged. And if you see you have a good crop in the summer, quickly plant more crops that are going to, that, that, will, that will be completed before the following Pesach because you see that you're, you're in the middle of a, good, uh, of a good bracha for that year. So our Mishnah that says that at these four times of the year are judged, and what does the Mishnah say? The Mishnah says, Pesach HaLatzfua, Atzeros HaLaperos, Chag, Sukkos, Formayim, and Barosh Hashanah, Koboi, Maron, on Rosh Hashanah. Okay, we're judged on Rosh Hashanah. That's for things money must be. So who does our Mishnah go like? Apparently, it doesn't go like any of the following four rabbis who say slightly differently. Lora Meir, money must be. Who does our Mishnah go like? Lora Meir, Lora Buda, Lora Biasa, doesn't go like any of the four. Detanya. Hakoni Donim Barosh Hashanah. Everything is judged, not just people. The whole world, everything is only judged once a year. Rosh Hashanah. Vixardin Shalem Nechtam Yom Kippur. Vixardin Shalem Kippur. That's what Divra Mayor. Mayor says everything is judged Rosh Hashanah time. It's not four times a year. Everything is judged Rosh Hashanah, and the <clears throat> decree, the final decree is given Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yonomer, Hakol Nedan Rosh Hashanah. Everybody's everything in the world is judged on Rosh Hashanah, but the Gzar Din takes place at four different times in the year. Gzar Din Shalom Nechtem Kol Each one in its time. Pesach Alatfua. Batzeros Alaperus Elon on Shvuah's time on the on the fruits. The Chag Nod Alamayim. Okay, a person, as we know, he's judged on Rosh Hashanah and the Gzardin is on Yom Kippur. Rabbi Yossi, so this sounds, maybe this could sound like a Mishnah, not quite, we'll see. Rabbi Yossi, you judge him, you visit him each and every morning. So that means he's judged, Hashem examines us every day. Every hour, you will examine him by the moment, every moment. So apparently our Mishnah doesn't go like any of these four. Wait a minute, you say, A Mishnah sounds like it could be Rabbiuta. say you're judged every day or every hour, fine. Or uh, the Tanakamra mayor who says that everything is judged in Rosh Hashanah, there's no four times in the year. Those three certainly can't come like a Mishnah, but maybe our Mishnah could be like Rabbiuta. 
He also, Rabbi mentions the four times. And when the Mishnah says the four times, what did Rabbi say in this b'risa? That everybody's judged at Rosh Hashanah, but the Gzardin is at the four different times of the year. So maybe uh, our Mishnah is talking about the Gzardin. When our Mishnah says Nidon, he really is talking about the Gzardin. We have a problem with Adam. Because if the Mishnah speaks of the Gzardin, and the Gzardin is Rosh Hashanah, we just said that, that uh, even according to Rabbi and the way we hold, that uh, you're judged, that people are judged on Rosh Hashanah and their Gzardin is on Yom Kippur. So if the Mishnah is referring to the Gzardin, well, the Gzardin is for, Rosh, uh, for people is not Rosh Hashanah, so it can't be like, even like Rabbi Yudah. Therefore, the Mishnah doesn't come out like any of these four. The Tana of our Mishnah is a different Tana, is the Tana of the school of Rabbi Shmuel, the Tana of Rabbi Shmuel. That Raisa says here, like Tana of Shmuel says, like our Mishnah, the, ju- the world is judged, the different things in the world are judged at four times of the year. And a person, so our mission is talking about the judgment themselves. And when it comes to the, excuse me, to the other, the inanimate objects, so the, the judgment and the Xardin is at the same time. In the mission, we're only talking about the judgment, though, of a person, the judgment of people, the judgment of humans is at Rosh Hashanah. It doesn't mention the Xardin in our Mishnah, but, but the Xardin Taka is at Yom Kippur. So our Mishnah will go like like Tanur like, Shmuel. And we're just talking about the judgment, and all the judgment and the gzardin is the same for the other three, but for a person, for people, it's at Yom Kippur. The chitani mastis not chilus. The mission is only talking about the beginning. They did not talk about the gzardin. Amr of Chista. So now we're going to examine these things. Amr of Chista. My time, Rabbi Yosi. What's Rabbi Yosi's reasoning? Why he says that people are judged every day? Just could have come time because it says vatifkidan and love karm. He gave his reason. He said. People are judged every day, as it says. He, he's visited <coughs> in the mornings. So he says, no. Rebbe meant to say, what's the reason? This is what I meant to say, not what's his reason. I saw that he posted, he brings down. My time, look at Rebbe Nelson. If Rebbe Yossi is, is, is discounting the idea that we're judged once a year, just like uh, the other, uh, the, the inanimate objects are judged once a year, we're also judged once a year. And he's saying, therefore, you're judged each day, so why not take it all the way to Rebbe Nelson? My time, look at Rebbe Nelson. Right? Why doesn't he take it all like Rav Nassim? Rav Nassim says, we're judged, we're judged each and every moment. So his answer is, because as he's examined, is simply like checking him out, uh, you know, examining him, scrutinizing him, checking him, looking at him very carefully. But it doesn't mean judgment. He's, that's what he says, that Rav Nassim brings down, is uh, he's, ju- he's examined by the moment. It doesn't mean he's judged every moment. So you could also say that Rabbi Yossi quotes is also he's visited uh, each morning. Doesn't mean he's judged every morning. Here's his reasoning. The pasuk says Here's the pasuk. The pasuk says to ju- to do the mishpat avdo. The mishpat means he's judged. In other words, Mishra, this pasuk is in Melach Takmat Shlomo Melch to do the mishpat of his servant Shlomo, U Mishpat Amo Yisrael, and the mishpat, the judgment of his nation Israel, Divrat Darviyom, each and every day. But Rav Chista, Rav Chista says another thing: Melach Vetzibor, Melach Nichnas Chilodin. If there's a question of who's going to go, the judge, the king is about to be judged, or the tzibur is about to be judged, the king goes in first. Shneimar, this pasuk that he just quoted, Lasos Mishpat Avdo. Right, Avdo the Girsa is um, 
Avdo v'hodar u'mishpat v'hodar u'mishpat ama Yisrael. The pasuk says lasos mishpat avdo, and then mishpat of Yisrael to tell you that the the his servant, the king, goes is judged first. My time. What's the reason why the king is judged first? Why do you always, if the king is supposed to be judged and the people are supposed to be judged, why is it that we always uh, judge the people first, uh, the uh, king first? Why, 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 what's the reason? It's not nice to leave the king waiting outside while everybody else is judged. What, you shouldn't keep him waiting. We had the same Gemara before, the same member before in this Masechet. Now the reason is, is be, when the Jews, if, if the whole Seber comes in and some sh- sh- Hashem judge sees how many sins they have, Hashem will get angry. His anger will, will, will increase. So better, uh, better let, the, let him judge the king while Hashem's uh, anger is still abated, like there's no anger yet. He's not really start angry because he hasn't seen all the sins yet, so to speak. Amr of Yosef. So if that's the case, then what we say that people are judged basically once a year, or, okay, according to Reb Yossi and uh, Reb Nassim, they're judged more often, but according to the Rabbanan, who say we're judged once a year, Reb Yudah, Reb Meir, Tan Reb Yishmuel, we're judged only once a year, so how are we praying today? We pray for the sick, and for the weak, the Timir HaChachamim, who are considered weak, because they're the Torah, the studying of Torah saps their strength. Come on, Krabiosi. We, we, we talk when we respond today. We always say, Mishabeirach, etc., etc. Come on, Krabiosi. Tosis brings down, what do you mean? We always say, Baruch Aleinu, Hashem Mokena Sashanazaz, Ves, Refoeinu. We say all this stuff every day. Uh, if we only judge once a year, why are we saying this every day? So Tosis wants to say that, that, Shalom um, Yichla, Bari Lamatzin. We don't pray. In other words, <clears throat> once the people are judged, and we're saying they were judged, and their exardin was done, there's no point. You see, if you say that the exardin is done, what's the point of praying for people? They were already judged. Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. If Hashem decreed they're going to die, they're going to die. So he says that they're not, that, so Tos says that we, we don't pray that they shouldn't get sick, because that was already prejudged. That was judged at uh, Rosh Hashanah, let's say. Rosh Hashanah, they were judged. Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, they were judged that they were going to get sick. But it wasn't predetermined how fast they would, they would, um, uh, they would um, get healthy again, right? That they would recover. When, when we only, the, the judgment was that they're going to get sick, but the recovery was not necessarily prejudged, and therefore you could say that too, even, even not according to Bezim. But the Gemara says, or you could say, like, it goes like the Rabbanan who say that you're only judged once a year. So it could be that this is what, this is the idea that even if there was Gzardin already, but it's good to cry. You never know. You could always be saved. You can do tshuva. You could do things. And you never know what schus will help. Uh, somebody will pray for you. Maybe the schus of the rabbim, etc. So it's good. Even though there was exardin already, Hashem could, it's been known that Hashem tears up the exardin. The Tosa said, Tosa says it could be that person should pray for a for shlema. In other words, when we pray that, that we shouldn't pray, that we pray uh, that a person shouldn't get sick, that can only be once a year, unless you go according to Rav Yossi or according to Rav Nasan, that, uh, that you could even, pr- that a person judged each day, so we pray that he shouldn't get sick. But that, that he's already sick and we're praying that he should recover, that's already, could be even according to everybody, like Rav Yitzhak says, it's always good to cry, pray that he should recover. Why did the Torah say, Havi Omer of Pesach? The Omer we bring, you know, on the second day of Pesach, on the 16th day of Nisan, why did the Torah tell us to bring the carbon on with the barley offering 
on Pesach. We learned before that even if it's, it's a mitzvah to cut it down specifically for the mitzvah, even if that second day is Shabbos, you call Shabbos for that. Vi'omer Pesach, Meshach Pesach, Zman Tfuah, the Zman of the Tfuah, Zman Tfuah Rashi, Zman Shatfuah, Nidonus Boat. Doesn't necessarily mean some is planted before, some is planted late, there's all kinds of crops, but it's a time when, it, when we are judged. Omer Kodesh Baruch, Vi'lefanai Omer, bring the Omer to me with Pesach, Kadesh Etes Baruch Lechem, uh, so that, so that you, the uh, produce in the field will also be blessed. Why did the Torah say, bring the Shteh Lechem, the two loaves, together with the Gipsi Atzeres on, on uh, Shavuos? May Shatzeres man Peres Elon, the time when the Peres Elon are judged. Now you say also the Perusilim, Rashi has another point, he says, Anishamati, the last Rashi on the page, Anishamati Rabiru, Rabiru, who's the author of this Brisa, says that the 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 Ozla command, because he goes like the one who says in Sanhedrin, that the eights that Adam Arishon ate, was it pre-eights, was chita, was actually wheat, it wasn't like an apple, he said he ate the apple, you know, the, he ate really, he said that he ate wheat, so we're talking here, Peir Se'ilon is also, there's the Shtei Alechem that we bring, which is brought from wheat, right, the Shtei Alechem is brought as, as wheat, it's not a barley offering like the Omer, it's brought from wheat, Shtei Alechem Batseros, Kadesh Baruch Lechem Peir Se'ilon, so that uh, you, will be, you will be blessed by that, so again, Peir Se'ilon itself could be the wheat. Omer Torah, Bechag, why did the Torah say that you should Libate the water on Chag, right? We do the Nesachim of on on Sukkos. Why? So <coughs> the Gersi is Shachag uh, Zman Gishmei Shano. It's the time of the uh, when the water, when we want the rain to begin. Amakarish Baruchu Nischal Fanai Mayim Bechag. Pour water for me in front on on Chag Sukkos Kadeshis Baruchu Lachem Gishmei Shano, so that the rains of the uh, year will be blessed. The Amru Lefanai or Imru Lefanai Brosh Shana. And say in front of Rosh Hashanah, Malchus Rosh Mention in front of Rosh Hashanah. Mention the famous three, the brachas, the three brachas of Malchus, three of Shachanus of Shofros, Malchios, the, the three brachas of of the Shmonesrei, the Musaf Shmonesrei, Malchios Kadesh Kadesh Aleichem. So number one, you shall uh, you shall crown me in front of you, make me the king. So that your remembrance will go up in front of me for good. I'll remember you for good. That's why you say Zechronos. We remember the good things of our forefathers in the, in the, the uh, you know, there's 10 psukim each, each bracha, one of Malchus, one of Zechronos, one of Shofras. Each one has 10 psukim that we mention. So we say these psukim to, to number one, to crown God as our God. And number two, to uh, to to remind him of the that we the zechronos to remember Hashem should remember all the the good things of the past for good. how does how how does he really how do we really remind him b'shofar by blowing the shofar? Amar Bavu, Lama talking b'shofar shalayil. Why do we use the uh, the ram's horn? Why do we use the ram's horn and not some other animal? Because baruchu, tickle the funai b'shofar, blow the shofar in front of me, blast the shofar in front of me shalayil. I'll remember the Akedis Yitzchak Ben Avram, where we said over there, we just read in Shabbos how we he took the the uh, We found an aisle there that, that took the place of Yitzchak. So when you blow the ram's horn, we'll remember the Akedis Yitzchak. <clears throat> and I will consider it in front of me, and I will consider you in front of me. As if you, as if you brought yourself as a sacrifice in front of me. Amrav Yitzchak. 
So this this was all in front. This was uh, Rabbi Yudah. Now we start with Rabbi Yitzchak. I'm Rabbi Yitzchak. Lama Tokin Rosh Hashanah. Why do we blow the shofar on Rosh Hashanah? The Gemara says, "What do you mean Lama Tokin?" Rachman Amar Hashem told us to blow. What if it's in the Torah? It tells us to. What do you mean Lama? El Lama Marian. Why do we build the Trua? This is Marian. What do you also? Rachman Amar Zichron Trua. Hashem said, "Zichron Trua." Hashem blow the shofar and have Zichron Trua. So we know why we blow and we also blow the Trua sound. So that can't be the kasha of Yitzchak raised. Ella, Lama token of Maria and Why do we blow the tekias and the truas both when we are sitting? The token of Maria and and we also uh, blow the shofar and the truas when we stand. In other words, we do it middle of Shemanesre, and we do it also when we're not saying Shemanesre. Why do we do it both ways? In order to confuse the Satan. So he shouldn't be able to, Yastin, when he hears Yisrael love the mitzvahs, Rashi says, Machavanas mitzvos, Mistamten Dvarav. He's not able to, he like stutters. He's not able to uh, raise any objection and, uh, and prosecute us uh, because when he sees that we love Hashem so much, we blow the shofar both while we're sitting and while we're standing in Shemon Esrei, he'll be confused. Another thing Rabbi any year in which we don't blow the shofar at the beginning of the year, Maria and Lebesofa, evil will befall us at the end. My time, because the sudden has not been confused. So uh, the sudden always stands against us, and we, we need to confuse him, right? We say that's also why we don't blow the shofar, era of Rosh Hashanah, right? Like we do all the year, so the sudden should get confused. Amr Yitzchak, Kol Shana, Sharosha B'Tchilasa, any year in which we are poor at the beginning. When we mean poor, we mean poor in spirit. We humble ourselves. We will be rich at the end of the year. We quoted this Pasuk also before. You remember, that's how we learned that it was Russia, that it was Tishrei. From, we're judged on Rosh Hashanah on, uh, from the beginning of the year to what's going to happen at the end of the year. That's why we've used this before. We used another passage to tell us that that was Tishrei, right? Because of Tikka B'chad HaShofar, yes, and Chagenu. But that just reflected on this passage to teach us that we are judged at the year for the whole year. So here he's teaching us. Again, remember we mentioned that Mereshus HaShanah does not have an Aleph in there. Mereshus is it without an Aleph. That's why there's also a hint because the Rashis without the Aleph is the same Osios of Tishrei. It's another hint that it's Tishrei. But he darshans it here, May Rashis Ashana, May Rashis Ksiv. In other words, from the poverty of the beginning, if we're poor and make ourselves humble at the beginning of the year, Bad Achris, then we will have Achris Sofa Shiesh Lachris. It'll have an Achris. As it says, Achris Shalom. We will have peace and we'll have tranquility, meaning we'll also be rich and we'll have goodness at the end. Doesn't it just rich in dollars? It means that we will be rich at the end of the year that we'll have good schuyot. So if we, if we blow the shofar at the beginning of the year, if we humble ourselves from before God and Rosh Hashanah, we will have a good end of the year. Another thing that Ritzik said, all these memories regarding, blow, regarding uh, um, the, um, being judged on Rosh Hashanah, he said that you only judge a person or elifi masav shall osishah like he is at this time. Shneimar kishama elokim es kolanar basherusham. It says by Yishmael Hashem heard the voice of the youth basherusham as he was at that time. Rashi points out that later on Yishmael was going to terrify us and terrorize us. And uh, Rashi says, "Amalochi shas kim He says, "Listen, somebody is going to eventually kill the Jews by." By um, 
starving them and by making them die of thirst, uh, he gave us salt, we should die of thirst, now you're being good to him? And Hashem said, no, listen, right now is he a tzaddik or a rasha? Right now he's a tzaddik, I judge him right, he is right now. Even though I know what he's going to do later on, Hashem judges by where he's not. So even if a person later on will sin, but if right now he's a tzaddik, Hashem judges him the way he is right now. Three things make Hashem, um, remind Hashem of a person's sins. Eluhain, what are they? Kir natu. If a person walks by uh, a teetering wall, right? A teetering wall. You're walking by there, you're expecting a miracle. You're taking a big chance over here that the wall's not going to fall on you. So a person, so to speak, is saying he's going to walk by there and expecting a miracle. Hashem says, well, you're wanting miracles? Let's, let's see what you're, you know, let's, let's check you out. Oh, uh, wait a minute. Oh, you're, you're interested in being judged right now? Let me, let's just check you out. So uh, when a person starts relying on miracles, his sins are remembered. Ian Tfila, Ian Tfila, Ian Tfila is usually a good thing we say. Ian Tfila, you're supposed to, you're supposed to look at carefully at what you're davening and you're supposed to have kavana. Ian Tfila here means that a person expects that he's going to be answered. He says, I have such kavana, I know Hashem will answer me. I have confidence in myself. You have such confidence? Let's check you out. Or if, Hashem says, or if a person says, listen, Hashem, judge somebody else. You know, look, he, you, know, you have to check him out. Right? The Omar of Aben, Robin said, Omar of Hanan, if a person turns over judgment, so to speak, rats out another person, even we're talking about the Rabbanu Shalom, he's punished first. He says, oh, you want, to be, you, want him, you want me to judge him? Okay, let's judge you first. Sarai said to Avram, I'm angry at you. It says, what does the end of the Pesach say? Yishpot Hashem Let God judge who's right, me or you. You want to be judged? You see, after it says, Vayav Avram Lispel Hashem at the end tells us that Avram buried Sarah. Yishpot Hashem Who's going to be better judge? When a person says, okay, let us be judged, you know, let's see who's right, let's go to court, Hashem will say, fine, okay, let's judge you first. There are four things, we say this sounds all for bad, there are things that are good too. There are four things that a person can do to tear up his evil decree that was written against him. person had a bad decree written against him, as we said. person was decreed on, on Yom Kippur that he was going to die. There's, there's, still a, there's always a chance, not just like Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Nassim, but like Rabbi Yitzchak said, Sometimes a person's evil decree can be ripped up. What are those things that help a person's evil decree be ripped up? These four things, Elohim, Staka, as we say, Staka, Tatsumi Babas, right? Usashuva, Usasfila, Utsadaka, right? How does it go? Usashuva, Usasfila, Utsadaka, right? As Roha, Roha, right? So even a bad Xera can be ripped up by Staka. Tsaka, crying out, Shini Hashem, changing one's name. That's always a good one that we know, right? When the uh, creditors are after you, go change your name, right? Vishini Masa, changing your actions. In other words, doing tshuva, changing your, your actions from bad to good. How do we know these four things? Staka desiv, it's staka tzatzlami bavas. Pasuk and Mishle, as Shlomo said, staka saves us from death. Tzaka desiv vayitzaku el Hashem. Pasuk in Tilim says they cried out to God, uh, right? When they were in trouble, Hashem took them out of their distress. So when you cry out to Hashem, so one is, like we say, tefillah. One was 
the first one where he said, Usafila, this is Vayitzakol, Hashem Batsalam Tsukesem, Utsudaka, which we call it Staka Sakimabas. Shinya Hashem changing one's name, the Siv, Sarai Ishtacha, your wife Sarah, Hashem said to Avram, Lo Tikra Eshma Sarai, don't call her Sarai, Ki Sarah Shma, her name is Sarah, Uksiv, and afterwards it says, Uberachti Osa, I will bless her. I will give you a son from her. So you see that changing one's name sometimes um, is accompanied by a bracha. Shinimasa, that's what we say, usashuva, uh, changing your actions from bad to good. Shinimasa, says, Hashem saw their actions, right? And Uksiv, Hashem changed his mind. When he saw that they did shuva, he changed his mind too. So those are four things that uh, can, can cause a person's bad gzardin to be ripped up. Some say, even changing your place. Like we say, Mishana Mokum, Mishana Mazel. Leave your land. After you leave your land, even though he was leaving Eretz Israel, right? He was, he was going, not, not, he was going to Eretz Yisrael, but he was saying it, it wasn't the Eretz Yisrael that was the, uh, the that was the necessarily the the cause, but it was just simply Shinei Makam. In other words, the Tanakama who said there's only four things he doesn't include Shinei Makam. He says no, Shinei Makam just changing your place, moving from from, um, from Nebraska uh, to Arkansas is not necessarily going to do the trick. The first, the second Tana says, I'll go to Eretz Yisrael, and I'll make you a great nation there. So the, for the, this, the, that Tana, the second Tana says, just changing your place, moving from Arkansas uh, to Nebraska or to Texas can also be Mishana Maka, Mishana Mazel, whatever the reason is, the angels, whatever. You change your place, your Mazel maybe will be changed. But the first Tana who says, no, the place hasn't changed, there he went to Eretz Yisrael. The person will be matzliach in Eretz Yisrael more than he will be in Chutz Laretz, as we saw even by the Hanilei. Who's chusa Eretz Yisrael? The Hanilei that helped. They helped him. Meaning, like we find, if if a person has no children, he's married for ten years, so he's supposed to take another wife. You know, we had either here in we've seen cases when the some of the parsim who came at the at the Kamas Medina when they came from Iran. Uh, some of them had two wives. They came with. The, they took a second wife because he didn't divorce when when polygamy was not forbidden there, and it wasn't forbidden for the uh, for the Sephardim. It was only forbidden for the Ashkenazim by Chermad Gershon. But also, um, uh, and and they it wasn't forbidden in their land. They lived in Muslim lands where they take uh, four, uh, four wives uh, anyway. So um, so many of them came with a second wife or. Uh, for the Ashkenazim, they have to divorce the wife and take another wife. But that's only if it was ten years in Eretz Yisrael. As we as we see, it was only after he lived ten years in Eretz Yisrael because it could be that the that these schutz uh, of Eretz Yisrael will will help him have children. If he was in chutz Laaretz for ten years and didn't have children, maybe it's because he didn't live in Eretz Yisrael. So you see, uh, often that the schutz of Eretz Yisrael is helpful. But so that's the opinion of the first Tana. Another thing Rabbi Yitzchak said, not related to this, but it's bring members of Rabbi Yitzchak that a person should a person should visit his Rebbe. At Yantif Shnemar, Madua Atolecha say Levayim. Why are you going to see the Navi today? Lo Chodesh for Lo Shabbos. Not Rosh Chodesh. Not Shabbos. Mchal the Bechodesh for Shabbos. He boiled the Mesa. He should go. And as a person, Beregel Beregel does not just mean on the three Regalim. It means on Shabbos, on Yantif, on Rosh Chodesh. Vamrav Yitzchak Chayiv Adam 
letaris hasmregel. Person should uh, go to the mikvah before yantam tar himself shenemar uvinivlosam losigo. Pasuk says, and you shouldn't touch nevela. Nevela is only mitame is a, is considered a minor tum. It's only mitame you for one day, right? So, and you don't need the meipar adum, etc. So how do we see this? How do we see that we're speaking about Yontif? Tanya, we'll see from the following verse. You think Jews are forbidden to touch an Avela, not to be Tamei, Tamelomer, and Merola Kohanim, B'nei Aaron, B'nei Aaron Muzarim. Only B'nei Aaron are forbidden from becoming Tamei, B'nei Yisrael, E Muzarim. B'nei Yisrael are not forbidden from becoming Tamei. Valodvarm Kavachomer, Uma to Machamura. But the Tamachamura, where you're Tamei for seven days from touching a dead body. Only the Kohanim are, are forbidden from becoming Tameh. Yisrael are not Musar. Yisrael are allowed to go to a funeral. They're not, they're not forbidden to go to be Metameh themselves. Kohanim are not allowed to go to a, a funeral except for their seven next of kin. Um, and be, but, uh, but Yisrael are not forbidden for that. So Tomakala, where you're only Tameh for one day, where you touch Nevei Lokoshkin, certainly they're not forbidden. So what does it mean if an Avlosim Losigo, Elamatam Lomlosim Losigo, Beregel, Anyant, if you shouldn't be Tomeis, you should be able to go to Beis Amigdash in a state of Tara, and you shouldn't become, you shouldn't be Tomei on Yantif. Omar of Chris Bedoyim Rabbi Yochan, said the name of Rabbi Yochan is found. Shloshes Farm, the famous, like, famous line we have, there are three Sfarim, so to speak, that are open before God, Baruch Hashanah. Echad Shloshesham Gemurin, one of the people who are totally evil. Echad Shloshesham Gemurin, one of the people who are totally righteous. Echad Shloshesham Gemurin, people who are in between, which is basically most, of, you know, 99.99% of the people. Sadikim Gemurin, Nechtav, Nechtav, Laalto Lechayim. The people who are Tzadik and Gomorrah who are totally righteous, they have no sins, they are immediately, not wait, they don't wait for Yom Kippur, but they are written and they're already sealed on Rosh Hashanah immediately for life. Rosham Gomorrah, the ones who are totally evil, they are, they are judged immediately for death. They know them, the ones who are in between, they are suspended, they are suspended between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, to do tshuva during that time. Zachu, if they were Zoha and Nechtab Lachaim, then they are written for Chaim. Lo Zachu, if they didn't merit, they continued in the evil ways. Nechtab Lamisa, then they are, then they are, Nechtab uh, Lamisa, really should be Nechtab Lamisa, I guess, right? Zachu Nechtab Lachaim, Lo Zachu Nechtab Lamisa. Maybe the Gemara is hinting that even then, even then, their, their, their judgment could be changed, right? If they're better during the course of the year. It doesn't say Nechtab Lachar, it should say Nechtab Omar Babin. My car, how do you see this in a Pasuk? So he, he, he see it in a hint of a Pasuk. A Pasuk says, Let them be blotted out from the Sefer. It sounds like Sefer of Chaim, but we're going to put different commas in this Pasuk. Yimachum is Sefer Chaim, Vim Tzadikim Ayikosev, and shouldn't be written with, with, with Tzadikim. Yimachum is Sefer, Kama, Zesef, and Shavashom. And we blot it out from the Sefer. That means that's one kind of a Sefer. Sefer Shom, the fact, and as my car is not really learning out from this Pasuk, from the meaning of the Pasuk, but rather the fact that there are three different kinds of Sefarim. Yimach was Sefer, Zesef Shavashom, Gemurim. Chaim, Zesef and Shavashom, Gemurim, the Siddiq Gemurim. Ve'im Sadiqim, Ayikos Sefer, Zesef and Shavashom, It's hard to see the meaning in the Pasuk, but you see at least that you could darshni machum is safer and then chaim and then im sadikim that there's three different svarim. Rav Nachman Yitzchak Rav from this pasuk vim vim ayin Moshe said to Rav if you don't forgive the Jewish people mecheni nami sifcha blot me out from your sefer asher kasafta blot me out of your sefer mecheni no zesif and shel rishon mecheni that means blot me out from one sefer that's the sefer rishon misifcha zesif and shel sadikim a second sefer. 
Right, that's the second sefer. Mecheni knows the sefer shal b'sham. Misifchah is that sefer shal tzadikim. Asher kasafta is the sefer shal shal benim. So both these psukim have hints in them to three different kinds of svarim. Tanya b'sham yomrim gimel kitos hein. There are three different groups. Liomadim on the day of judgment, there's three different groups. Achas shal tzadikim murim, like we said, one of people who are 100 percent righteous. Achas shal b'sham yomrim, one and another group who are 100 percent evil. Achas shal benim, and one of the people who are in between. The people at Tzadikim are written and sealed for everlasting life. And notice he says everlasting life. What does it mean, everlasting life? Obviously it has to mean also. You can't refer to this world. Nobody's gotten out of here alive yet, right? So obviously people, we're talking about means for Olam Abba. The Pesach says like this, <laughs> there are many who sleep ad uh, suffer in the in the dirt in the ground. Yakitsu, they will awaken. Right, Pusik, right. So the yakitsu, some some will some will will rise up. The Pusik, Rabbi Yisheni Adma Safer Yakitsu, Ela Lachayolam. Some will get up Laolam Lachayolam for everlasting life. Ela Lacharavos Nidash, and some will will go. For lecharfas for shame, lidaron olam for everlasting uh, contempt or or anger by Hashem. Beinonim, the ones who are in between, right? Yordin legehenim, they go down to get him at first. Now this is all Beshami's learning. Beshami is saying that the people when uh, they they go into the up, they awaken. Some awaken the chayolam. So we're dashing the pasuk saying some awaken. For everlasting life, those are the tzaddikim. Some for everlasting death, everlasting shame and death. And the beinonim initially go down to Gehenim, umitzavtzefin, but they cry out the olin. They cry out, "Oh, it's bad down here, right?" Because the yisurim shaachas, they just cried down for a short period. Rashi says shaachas, and then they rise up. Shenemar veivesi esashlishis. The third group. I'll bring the third one, like the third group baish in fire. Mitziraftim kitzrofes akesef. And I will uh, refine them like uh, like you refine silver, vachantem kivchones azov, like you also refining or purifying gold. Who yikra bishmi? He will call out my name. They'll cry out from behem. Vani enoso, and I will answer him. And I will answer Hashem. Baleim Omar Chanan about these people. Chana said, Chana said this pasuk. Hashem meimisu mechaya. Hashem, Hashem meimisu mechaya. Hashem. Uh, kills and re- revives them. Morishol takes them down into the into the pit, into the grave by oil, and uh, and brings them up. So according to Beishamai, the real question over here is what happens to the Bainonim? According to Beishamai, the people who die who were Bainonim, they will die. They will go to Gehenim, and then they will rise up when they cry, and Hashem will will purify them to fulfill the pasuk of Hashem Memis and Mechayim Morishol by oil, right? So, uh, right, but, but this is also, this is a source for, you know, but we have a source in the, there's, in, in uh, the Torah itself, in Torah's Moshe, there's also sources for that, so we know that Hashem is, is Memes Mechai, and the Gemara Darshan said, how do we know it's the same one, maybe Hashem is Memes one and Mechai another one, we had that Gemara before, that Hashem Memes Mechai from the same, of the same person, Basil says, disagrees, he says, Rav Chesed. Hashem is called Rav Chesed. Hashem is called abundant in, uh, in kindness. Hashem wouldn't throw down the Bainonim down to uh, Gehenim first and make them suffer. So what he does is the, the Bainonim are the people who are, you know, in between. They are on the balance scale. 
and uh, they could go either way. So Hashem mate klape chesed. Hashem uh, tilts them towards chesed. In other words, he tilts the balance scale towards chesed, and if they're in between, Hashem says, okay, I'll let them have this one. Rashi says, mate klape chesed hol, since they are considered 50-50, mate hechra letzad schus, v'ein yod l'ge, don't go to him at all. So according to this, the Bainonim are people who are 50-50, right? 50-50. It's from this, that Sadiqim Gemurim are people who have even one more mitzvah than Avera, and the Rishonim are people who have one more Avera than mitzvahs, which is a little bit, you know, hard to accept, but uh, it depends how you look at it, right? So, but according to uh, what Basil says is that, when he says the Bainonim, the way Rashi's learning is that the Bainonim are people who are really 50-50. According to that, it's not 99.99% are Bainonim, but it's a very, very small percentage. It's very hard to imagine that you're exactly even Stephen, right? Exactly even, even. But anyway, about them, David said, I'm happy. I, I, was, I loved it when Hashem heard my voice. Uh, voice. In other words, that Hashem was good to me, that he, that he was kind to me, even though I wasn't a tzaddik Omer, Hashem tilted the balance scale in my favor. Ba'aleim Omer Dovin, about them, David said, Kola Parsha Kula, this whole Parsha of, that we say in, uh, in, um, in Hallel, Dalosi Veli Yoshia, right? That we say, Dalosi Yoshia, meaning I was poor, I was downtrodden, I was, you know, down. The Yoshi and Hashem saved me. In other words, Hashem saved me. He didn't make me suffer in Gehenna, but he saved me immediately. All right, we'll pick up from here tomorrow, Mitz Hashem, and tomorrow we'll come back to the regular time of uh, 5.20. Regular time starting uh, on, t- on tomorrow and going forward. Have a good day, everybody. Kol Tuf.